Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week we're at Morrow's house again and we're back to discuss our last few games. We discussed that distant memory that was the win. The win. And we continue to laugh at our dire situation we find ourselves in. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Josh, Morrow and Fred. How are you guys? Hello. Well, thank you. Hello. That's good. Now, um, I've brought my son's music collection because that's all I could find. So, I got mixed up. So, see how we go with the walkout song. Can you do what I can do, says Russell Do you know who this is? Just as long as it's not Baby Shark, I'm happy with it. It's the other Australian kids band. Hooli Doolies? It is the Hooli Doolies. Russell the Kangaroo. Can you do what I can do, says Russell the Muscly Kangaroo. I've never heard this one, have you? And it's not advertised what's on the tin either. It's meant to be uh, the title song. Well, let me guess, is it the two Hooli Doolies from this weekend? Oh, it is the two Hooli Doolies from this weekend. Nice. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got a kid and I've never heard that song before. <laughs> no. I know the main one, but... Um, was everyone as shocked as me when both of those went in? I'm thinking, okay then. I didn't even celebrate the goals. I was like, did that just go in? That was the same. What? I was sitting next to Morrow and he's up carrying like a full-on pork chop and I'm just sitting there going, what just happened? That's weird. <laughs> well, these things don't happen that often anymore, so I'm trying mm. to enjoy them when they do. I didn't think they were going to happen twice in how many minutes? 20 or so, was it? I'll have to check that. Oof, how good was it, though? Yeah, I think it was the 20th Did minute enjoy and it. the 43rd minute or something like that. Yeah, nice. That's a good time to score, isn't it, late? But everyone at halftime was like, so, how are we going to throw this one away? And it happened. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah, well, Moore and I, straight after that first goal, we are discussing... How long is it going to be till we throw this away? Can we last we, till the second yeah. half was the initial conversation, but then we scored again, and then it was how many minutes into the he second half? He scored in the 18th and the 49th, so the 45 plus four. Mm, nice. Okay, it was that late. Love yeah. it. And then we let them have, well, they let us have five minutes in the second half before putting one past us. Mm. And then... Um, the inevitable happened? Yes. Well, they cleverly... Change the game. Like we weren't going to change the game since we were dominating it. But when Elvis Cam Sober is it came on, then uh, no one could touch him. It's the same old story. We can play well the first half, and then well, but there goes the fitness level. And what I was going to say, we'll go into Fred's question here. Is we have clearly shown that the team can. Well, you can ask it. You I could ask right it. But you could just. You sound <laughs> way better. Um, <laughs> yes, we've clearly shown that over the last few games we can get some goals and we can see through the the first half. But something's not right. What do we need to do so we can play out 90? Not press 100% the whole time. We felt that in the first half. That Pick we and choose. Pick lot. and choose your moments to press. Yeah. And it worked in the first half, but you can't... I don't know if anyone, especially a team that missed a fitness coach for many weeks, I don't know if they can... Uh, Hold it for 90 minutes, even if they're a top team, you know, so... What Sydney did for those few years with our amazing under Andrew Clark uh, running the fitness there was they would... We, we talked about it on the show as well, how they picked us apart. They let us have the ball for, say, 10 minutes, and then they would press for 10 minutes and just destroy us. And then, they, then the next 10 minutes, they might hold the ball and sit back 
and we'll go for them. And they, the difference between us and them is it, you know, if if we let the other team have the ball, they sit high and we're getting pushed further and further and further back into our own box. And if we hold the ball for that 10 minutes and not press, we don't have the quality in there to keep the ball and pass it around. We'll give it away. Okay, so... Is it just a matter of a better or different coaching style in the second half or do we need to do things off the field to better cope for those teams that press us in the second? Because obviously it's very clear that we're exhausted. You know, 10 minutes mm-hmm. or so after the the, the start of the, the, the second half, you can see there's a dramatic... Well, it's not just start, the game doesn't start the second half. You need the tactics need to start at the start of the game. You can't go pressing for forty five minutes and expect to last um, what ten minutes in the second half doing the same thing. It's not going to work. Mm. We so, were we were it's, it seems fitness related to me because we seem to be extending the number of minutes that we can actually compete heavily for in in most of our games and in this game. It, I think it comes concede. and goes depending on how recent our last game was. Yeah, probably right, and it's been a hard period for, for all of the teams, I guess. But um, Truisi's goal was in the 50th minute, and so that was quite quick after half time. But we then actually dug in a little bit, and for about 10 or 15 minutes, we actually matched it reasonably well until um, something went wrong and Ben Kennedy's goal occurred. Um, the own goal? Yeah. Or well, Kenny Athu reckons it's his. Huh? Was that, who was that? No, that wasn't Kenny standing next to him, was it? It was Kenny who got the last touch before Kennedy just oh, okay. was clutching and... Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Well, generally, if it's on target... Flappy. Yeah, no one could see my hand actions in, there, could they? They can claim it, but that's clearly an own goal. Yeah. Well, he just seemed to mistime the dive and then he couldn't reach the ball properly. Did he trip and, over? Oh, or did he dive into oh, the ball? I think he dived. And it just wasn't, yeah. No. We need new goal. I don't. I don't even get upset anymore at those goals. I just laugh at how ridiculously bad it is. Well, that's what I said to you. I said if we we're gonna, you know, if they were gonna level, it, that's the way they were gonna level it yeah, from true. us doing it. True. But I must admit, the 88th minute one did hurt then, because because uh, we, you know, considering we had used most of our petrol, then we hung on rather gamely for a long time, and I just thought for a little while we might even get away with the draw, but of course not. Of course not. Well, when Barbarossa is in, has got half a pitch to play in and no one shuts him down and no one can see that he's going to cut in, which he does every single bloody time he gets into the box. It's just... I don't understand how it's so easy for a team to break and then for us to concede. Like, does en- does anybody do any homework on Barbarossa? If you watch a Melbourne victory, Barbarossa loves to cut in... And put it on his left to shoot to the far post. That's what I was going to say. How is How it? did no one see him cutting in? Yeah. How did no one read that? Well, how, well, how, how do we not the first know? Half of the game and know that. Yeah, how yeah. do we not know that what we have to do in that situation is absolutely ensure he doesn't turn on the inside? So show him the sideline mm-hmm. and make sure he goes that way. So mm-hmm. we didn't do that. And then once he came back on the inside and made the, the shot... Then and we really give him that half yard of space, he takes it and yeah. puts it far... Put it in the far yeah, post. Yeah, but even the shot wasn't that hard. It was more of a pass at the far post. He passed it in. It was all placement. And um, yep. to me, that that meant that, uh, first of all, our defender failed to show him the sideline and send him there. And then once he got cut in the inside, our goalkeeper failed to stop what was a, a pass, really, that I felt he should have been able to. So it was disappointing. It's just same old, same old. It's just 
we're like a broken record on this thing. It's the same things keep happening. What what's that? What's that thing? You, you keep doing the same thing and expecting the same, expecting different results. I think you're the definition of, of insanity. Yeah, <laughs> definition of insanity. That's what I was going for. That's pretty much what it is, right? Um, we've asked you a question, so we're going to go through signings first. We'll do games a bit later. Um, signings: Josh Nisbet signs on an A League on a A League contract. It comes off his youth contract. Um, unfortunately, it's only six months, but it's good to see him. Getting a contract with this. Good news under contract, but why is it only six months? It should have been two years, in my opinion. Dare I say that I hope there's a clause in it that gives us an option if he uh, continues the rest yeah, of the season. Exactly. Well, I'm just going to put that out there. Hopefully we've Seems stupid that to say it. But. Um, Jem Karajan comes in. Got a good pedigree. Seems to be experienced. So Sh- showed a few all right things <clears> in the game when he came on. Had a couple of good touches that I can remember. A little bit of quality, but most impressed for me, well, I was most impressed with the fact that he was having a red-hot go. It mattered mm. to him, yeah. And, yeah. and that matters to I me, so you know, I enjoyed that. I think the rest of the team's going to have to lift to his level well, to I keep up with him, because we saw a couple of passages where he was looking to offload it and the player wasn't ready to receive it. That's true. And the ball would get stuck under their feet because they're like, oh, the ball's coming. That's the speed difference <laughs> right there. So that's, the, so that's a the good pace thing, difference yeah. between yeah. the Championship and the A-League is probably two steps down. Yeah, I was going to say between he's the 10% faster than his mates. people yeah. like him to, to come in. You know, when, when Tommy's on the ball, you can see that there's quality. You can see he's looking up. You can see he's looking so ahead. A Tommy H With, and yes, him pivot. Yes, not the other one. That's what you want to yeah. see. Um, Melling to the with, sea, with, Tommy and With Jim, you can see he's looking up. He's, mm. O'Neill does the same because they have that experience in England. Yeah. And, and the others will respond, hopefully. And there's a big difference between that kind of signing, in my opinion, which is a credible signing for the improvement of the quality of our team overall and maybe even the ethic of our team. Um, Whereas Josh Nisbet, while I've loved what he's delivered so far, no one can start to lay expectations on the young kid now. We have to bring him into the team in a carefully considered way without over-pushing him. Mm. If we start just... People seem to think that he can just come into the team and play every game and why isn't he selected? That's ridiculous. Kids like him will be burned out if we try mm-hmm. to do that. What we've got to do is we've got to give him 20 and then 30 and we've got to make sure that we're supporting that with the right kind of checks on his loading and make sure his strength and conditioning is up with it all. He's got a full NPL season to come as well. Yeah, so we've got to really carefully manage that, which is why... I say it's important that we are thinking beyond that six months because we should be positioning him and preparing him for that next step for us if you know what I mean and, uh, and just make sure that he knows that you know the losses are not directly his fault because I know with the young kids if they come into a team and they're loss after loss after loss yeah they might start questioning toll, themselves for sure yeah, you've got to give him the pats on the back when he makes moves like he did in the derby. That uh, little spot where he turned out of the traffic of three Newcastle uh, players and uh, put the ball nicely out onto the right wing so that we could run away with it. We've got to encourage all of that while you know understanding that consistency is hard for a young player who's just uh, making his way in the world. So we've got to support him in that, show him the right way to do it. And Jem Carajan is a good example, I suspect, of, of how that could happen. Um, so I think with Nisbet, they just need to let him go. Just like, that's where you are, go play. Here's your 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever, and just go nuts. That's Don't, what they seem to do with a few of our players. You know, well, and that's the problem, obviously, you know, because, you know, they are letting players do whatever they want. But I think to, to develop him is just let him be creative, 
let him go. Yeah, don't slap big expectations yeah. on him. Let him go out there and mm. play his football and show what he's got. Um, Carajane uh, coming into that middle three, you and I sort of, when he came on, who seemed to push out right, going from number 10, pushing out right, and then we expected Hiarie to move up into that 10 position. But it seemed to be that um, Hiarie, Carajane and Merling would each take turns at having a rest in the number 10 position, and then they would both sit as DMs, the other two. Yeah, and it's and also seemed that maybe Carajan was the key one there. He was taking most of the time in that position. So maybe mm. because we brought him on a little bit earlier than we might have liked, given that he's fresh from uh, coming here, um, maybe we wanted him to just use that as a bit of a respite. But, but I don't mind that sort of triangle that we're trying to make happen there. It means that we can have one in front of two. We can have two in front of one if we're able to dominate the ball. Um, I don't know if any of them are really tens, which makes me no, weirds, no. weirds me out a little bit. Um, but nevertheless, it gives us a fair bit of sort of oomph in the centre of the midfield. Playing three DMs in a four-two-three-one, really. Yeah. Out of the three of them, from what I can see, I'd pick Cardio at the moment, but Cardio yeah. might. I don't know. He's shown enough to so uh, think that he could. He could th- probably get the thing there. with Carajan though is that he's only here until the end of the season. Is mm. that his contract? So if he shows a bit. Does Hopefully he stay? Hopefully, a clause in his contract, he can stay. Because I reckon, and for me, if I was running things, which, um, God forbid, Tom and Carajan are my number two players. You'd want to keep surely to have it having that DM spot with the pivot, because they've both got good talent. Well, Carajan is still a bit of an unknown because we haven't seen a lot of him. But what we saw is that him and Tom have got have got a good touch. That's what you need, really, in this league. Just a good touch, solid, solid defensive, solid in in defence. So, and where do you put O'Neill though in that? Yeah, you leave him back where he is because he's been doing very well. But O'Neill's sort of the forgotten man in this discussion, isn't he? You sort of put him in there though, don't does you? Does he stay though? Does he? Doesn't he go into the spot where um, we could do with a player who doesn't pass it out over the sideline yes, quite so Milling often? would leave. Immediately, Just if so I was in. if I was in Josh's CEO position, oh, you, you put you put O'Neill and Carajan and, and then Tom at ten. Seems like doing a, that rotational thing. Yeah, you guys were just well, you just said that's a good Melling idea. would be driving the bus, in my opinion. He'd oh, be he'd be, he he'd be yeah. getting the, he'd be getting he'd be filling look, up the Gatorade bottles. Look, I like the, the the mongrel for lack of a better term, and that's the one that's been out there, the kid. But hear the crowd when he kicked this one out over the sideline oh. on the weekend because he does one in every game. There was one in the derby where he passed it to someone in the tunnel. You just hear this oh from the entire <laughs> crowd. <laughs> it's, it's almost as if we were expecting it, you know. And uh, yeah. he'd drive the bus down the wrong road. That's what he would do. <laughs> No accuracy. Mate, he's um, a red-hot ball winner, but um, look, when he gets the ball, he needs to pass been it to someone better. who's a ball player. I know I'm probably his harshest critic. He's been better the last few weeks, but don't pass it more than five metres, mate. Just hit your nearest like person next to you. Just <laughs> aim for them. If See if you can get it there. Yeah. Don't it's attempt more than five, ten metres. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <sighs> who are we? Oh, two kids from Sheffield, Sam Graham and Stephen Mallon, or I thought it was Mullen, Mellon. Mullen. Yeah, Mallon, no, that's Mallon. correct, I think. M-A-L-L-O-N, Mallon. Uh, we took a sneak peek when they first came here, didn't we? Yeah, went down to training on Thursday and uh, and they were there and one was a beast. Can I just say, don't chew in front of the mic, whoever's doing that. That's not me. 
Oh, are those Twiggy sticks Guilty. nice, Josh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go, sorry, keep going. Um, yeah, so so uh, Sam Graham, young centre-back, um, looks like an absolute beast. Um, to facial features-wise, he's a bit bit of a um, ringer for um, Kylian Mbappe with um, about $95 million less worth of contract, probably. Um, and uh, he's no a centre-back, apparently. And Stephen Mallon was a left-footed... Uh, winger and uh, with a Beckham tattoo, we could guess on his well, calf. Yeah, he had a football player tattooed on the back of his left calf, calf with the number, number seven, seven on the back. So we can that, guess. But an Irishman with a Beck's tat seems a bit weird. It does, but, doesn't it? But um, but it's whatever. His idol. But but yeah, the the thing that caught my eye was the balls along the ground into the corridor of uncertainty. Um, that were hard and were beautifully pinpoint accurate and um, at, at training then uh, our boys were finishing those um, quite well because they were beautifully positioned for him. So he was quick and good crosses. So, yeah. Do we see them this weekend? Well, so well that's the next thing. We don't know if their visas have been sorted yet. Yeah, well, there's this rumour that there's some problems with the paperwork and based on the paperwork issues that we've had with other things recently, then there's no confidence that those rumours are false, to be honest. So we hope that they're going to be free to play, but the question is, will they? Nobody seems to know. Shrug emoji. You would think in 2019 someone knows how to fill out a form. Well, the Carajan was... There was no problems there, so why... Is it a big deal with these two? No, oh, well, as Mo- Mr. Mulvey said, it takes six weeks to get these things to happen. So it depends when we started, I guess. And I guess we started Carajan early. But can we can we look at it this from the other hand? Why have we gotten two kids from Sheffield when we've got youth players here who would be thinking that they deserve a shot to play if can there's a spot? Can I be honest? I reckon these these kids are way better. Fair it's, enough. It's that's point number one. Point number two is hopefully, if this works, we might be able to get some other decent players from them in the and, future. And then it might make the kids, our and kids, up their game. Exactly, exactly. It's a pretty risky strategy in some it respects is. because um, foreigners who are eighteen and nineteen highly unusual for clubs to employ foreigners um, who are not experienced. Well, that usually. couldn't happen until, what, this season? Yeah, there was, was a ban say. on under-21s from <coughs> yeah. overseas, wasn't yeah. there, for loans? Yeah, yeah. I th- I we tried we... at Everton goalie. Yeah, yeah. so so now that we've done it, then, uh, well, let's hope they are successful because you can't not think that Monty's name's not written all over these two signings um, based on the fact that they've come from... It's a connection for sure. From uh, Sheffield United, his old club. Do you so think the situation was is that we don't have anyone lined up for January except for Jem? And Mulvey said to Monty, "Use your contacts in Sheffield Can you to get us someone." Yeah. Do you reckon that's possibly what happened? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Monty's on the phone. Yeah, Can could you send me two guys, please? Yeah. Is is this the balance? <laughs> Is uh, this stop calling, Monty. We get it. You're a club legend, but stop. Hopefully it turned out better than Nicky Travis. <laughs> is this the balance um, uh, to how we deal with chasing, avoiding the spoon or developing youth? Are we looking to the future and the possibility of signing these guys on an extended basis because we think that they're uh, likely to be quality? Or are we having a cheap way of filling some spots with changes that might give us some impetus to get off the bottom and avoid the spoon. Is that... Do you want me to be cynical or positive? 
Because uh, depending have to be which answer you want. Go, go with A first. <laughs> yeah, squad fillers. Hmm. What about um, positive? Servicing a potential future like I already mentioned. Hmm. Hopefully, B, being positive, they are good and we can loan them next year. Yeah, or sign them. Or sign them, yeah. Yeah, if they're worth it. But we would have to have thought about or be thinking early about what the potential is for that so that we can prepare ourselves to make sure we don't get gazumped. Because we have about as much power as a mini miner. I would have gone something less power. Push bike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were the training wheels still on? <laughs> I think the wheels fell off. We're the reliant Robin of the A-League. <laughs> the, the wheels fell off a long time ago. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> the training wheels are still on, but the main wheel's off. <laughs> Okay, departures. Sad to see some people leave, others not so much. Um, Golic leaves and heads to the Knicks. Um, I've written down something here. Should I say it? He could oh. potentially win more games in two weeks than he would here in the last two years. Well, no, I just oh, read it. Yeah, well, that made me moan. You've, you've said it now. I so. think the potential is likely. Yeah. Mm. Good on him. I hear he's matey with um, Mark Rudin, so, you know. It didn't work out. He's going to go try somewhere else. Yeah. So when he said to us that his leg was not in a good spot and that's why he hasn't been playing very well and not back at his best, and he said he needed to sort that out, but now he's at Wellington. But I guess mm-hmm. he's like fourth choice at Wellington, so I don't think he'll get a lot of game time. Well, he got 20 minutes... Something. Well, they've got a strength. strength did he come on in the game? Did he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that game. So, I, yeah, yeah, I was at the club and yeah, not in a sober state at that time. So, you have to wonder what it is that is a benefit for him going over there, other than playing, because obviously he still has some improvement to do it's on that leg. Yeah, it's, it's a, a job. job. Yeah, but it's also the potential that uh, he's working in a better organisation. He's learning more. He's potentially getting better um, rehab on the leg. He's got a coach that likes him. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's more about the future, you have to think, and uh, hard to see given that uh, he seemed to be outside of Mike Mulvey's plans Then it's pretty hard to see how his future was going to be long-term here, hey? Adam Berg departs. And Matt Miller will depart at the end of the season to the Jets. All right, I'm just going to move point. because I'm sure this is going to trigger a few people at this table. So, no, I think Maura and I are on the same page here, Josh. I think I was I was unhappy when it was announced, but I've calmed down a lot, and now I've sort of looked at it from his side and be like, yeah, I guess I guess I can see where he was coming from. But then again, obviously, I don't agree with it. Um, you can't really judge a guy just covering his ass for the future. Do I think it's totally shit act? Yes. Should he have waited to the end of the season? Yes. Should the club have done better? Yes. There's a whole lots of yeses, a whole lots of noes. It's football. I, I don't really care, but I do care because he has been the best for us. But It's a good summing up. I'll give it to him. It's good. <laughs> hey, make no mistake. When he puts on a Jets jersey and appears in a game that I'm attending, I will be booing him until the cows come home. Absolutely vitriol In a Jets jersey, yes When but he's right wearing now, a Jets right jersey now, yeah, it's Right a now, I'll be I letting think, him have it <laughs> I think it is shameful to boo him now 
just worries me about the internal team dynamics and the other players. I don't care what happens in terms of he, him. He's making his own way. But um, if he's got mates in the squad and that demotivates them or interferes with their relationship with the coach or relationships with each other or any of that stuff and has an impact on us, we could do without any of those impacts. Well, it didn't, it didn't seem to affect the first 45, you know, of the last game. Obviously, he disappeared in the second half. We didn't know where he went. He just disappeared. Miller was nowhere to be seen on the on the on the pitch in the second half, but it's got to impact player morale. It's just like, oh, you're just leaving. Okay, that's fine. You can leave, but look where you're going. You know, of all places, like if he was going, if he announced that he was going to victory, everyone was just like, if it was anyone else, I would say good buddy. for him. But it's you just know? it's because it's them. That's why it pissed me off. But the thing that I've been seeing is that like people are just there's there's people on one half just going just don't play him at all, you know why keep him fit for for Newcastle? I'm that's what I'm, I agree with. I no ride the son of a bitch like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> you 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 send him to every community thing. You get every ounce out of him. He's still a contracted player. You ride him and you send you send him to Newcastle broken. I don't know about that. I'm happy for the kid to just continue to play because I think that, you know, this is a professional league and that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the word I was about to say. I think it's pretty harsh and a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but I think it's pretty harsh, the assessment that some people have made of his second half, including yours just now, Fred, because what I saw instead of that was that Elvis Cam Sober came on and immediately took the initiative and everything that they had went down the left and we're playing a system where we wanted our winger to get forward. Is his best... Game Miller isn't his ability to defend. His his ability to quickly attack and uh, counter attack as well is what his best game is. And Cam Sober just took that away. So to me, that was Kevin Musket making an intelligent change to his structure so that they had a way of getting him behind Miller. They actually targeted Miller, and that put him in the position where he couldn't defend Cam Sober because that wasn't what he was being asked to do by his coach. But he couldn't get the ball either because we couldn't get the bloody ball. So he was out there on the wing waiting for a ball that never came while they pretty much played around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think he was. I think he was doing the same stuff as uh, as he's done in previous games yeah. for me. Um, I agree. It's good though. But one thing that does shine a light on is that there's heaps of decent NPL players still out there that need a shot. Well, the FFA, the FFA Cups exposed that. Sorry. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We we did well to to find him and to get him on our books. We didn't do well enough because we didn't make sure that we didn't lose him quickly when he did when he was good. But obviously, we didn't expect him to sort of set the place on fire and be our best player, which he has been. I'd like to see Murray's contract. If it was Murray that had performed this year and not Miller, uh, do you reckon he would be in the same boat? Coming from the same league? Well, it's hard, it's hard to think that we would have contracted players it's like him. a big him what if. I, I think with that better clausing. Sorry. You know, that's, we've, we seem to have signed most of our players for a year. And yeah. so now that we've seen, been exposed for n- not having a way to keep Miller um, as our first choice, um, or us getting first choice, that suggests that we're likely to be in the same trouble with players like Murray. Now, this is just my opinion, but I, I, when you compare the Miller and the, and the Murray, Muzz just feels that he's just enjoying being in that A-League environment. He seems to be, there's that sense of joy where, I don't know, it's, 
he's, he responds better to, to the fans and he's always saying thank you and he's, you, you see him walking down the street and he'll say hey and stuff. I don't know Matt Miller. I never interacted with him, but he just seems to be a little bit more reserved when it comes to that. I don't know. So maybe Miller sees What's the, the sport old, a little bit differently. It's the old introvert against an extrovert you know? sort of thing. So this is where I disagree with all three of you with Miller. I'm, I, I was probably harsh on him when the story broke because I wasn't very happy. But then since what's come out with how our club has supposedly screwed the whole situation up, but again, this I disagree that I reckon he should be he shouldn't put on put on our shirt again. If you sign for our biggest rivals, don't put on our shirt again. No, I look. <clears throat> but that's just I've me. Been, look, I've been in his position in my world of work, and I've signed for the biggest opposition of the work I was currently at, and I they knew that. Usually, you know, you let go straight away, but you know, if you're both professional about it. I did my work to the best of my ability and they kept paying me to, you know, do but it. If you're going to leave a regular job, you still have to give notice most places. Yeah. So he's just giving them, you know, 12, 13 well, rounds no, notice. He, I think what one of the issues is, is that he didn't tell them he had signed. Because he apparently signed back, you know, a few weeks ago now. And <clears throat> the fact that the FFA have a list of who you contact to approach players. In the, the fact that that was wrong for us, well, no longer correct, I should say, um, as the person left. And then we didn't set up the email accounts properly to not just bounce back, but to also forward it on to whoever it should go to. Mm-hmm. You know, we dropped the ball there. And then when we start hearing rumours about you know, other coaches or managers or CEOs talking to him, we need to take that as a, you know, even if he says it's personal or social, it doesn't matter. Just mm. get on to it. Tell him that something's coming his way. They just need to sort out the finance. It's not that hard. Mm. To me, it's unbelievable that we think that we could present all of that as reasons why this has gone pear-shaped for us and expect fans to swallow that it's anything other than our complete incompetence and unprofessionalism because yeah. we ha- the idea that, we, that people think that Joel Griffiths should have actually cared about where that email was going. That is bizarre. Like, yeah, I'll be seriously. honest, if I was him and I got a bounce back... I wouldn't give I'd be a shit. laughing for the exactly. next week. I'd be like, they don't know I'm doing this. <laughs> exactly. Suckers. I've, I've done my due diligence. Exactly. It's up to them. Yeah, he's, exactly. He has the, 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 the tracking. It's like, I send an email to the Mariners on this date. We yeah. know that That's it was known that there was uh, that he had been seen somewhere. We know that it was known by the club that he had been seen somewhere with Laurie. Rumour or not, if you're not protecting your organisation... Uh, uh, well, even then, after then his I... second game, when you could tell he was the gem in the team, now he's the second gem in the team. Um, uh. You got to, you know, get it, get to him. Well, Just say, look, we want to put you on this contract. Think about the first time that a fan pointed out on social media that we should be locking Miller in because he's looking good. Yeah, it was long. It probably before came in this. early November. It was a long time after ago. three games. So the idea that we weren't doing anything about it—I'm sorry—but that excuse that this is a football department's job and the football department were busy trying to win games over Christmas, blah blah. And rubbish. Well, I feel sorry for him as well because I've been in that position where I've got someone in my ear. I don't have an agent, 
But let's just say this person in my ear was my agent saying, look, you need to go. You know, they're not, they're not treating you right. You need to go up here. I can get you a good deal. Ba-da-da-da-da. That agent is just looking after their own, you know, their own benefit. Like everyone else in life. Yeah. Yeah. Agents don't get money on players re-signing. They only get money on players signing. So what are they going to do? Push him out the door to somewhere else just so they can make their 10%. Why not? So are we going to name drop this person or who? Well, he's the same agent as half the squad. Yeah. He's the same agent as Mulvey. And Bolt in Australia. Yeah. He's... So he's quite connected. Yeah, he's kind Just on the... Very large client list. Just on the noting, notification part of all of that, that we seem to think that Miller should have told the club what was going on, told the club that he'd signed, whatever it is. He might we, have just assumed we, we already knew, maybe. I, don't know. I can't imagine why it's the player's responsibility to do that. Why would they have an agent oh, whose role it is to speak with the clubs when, in fact, you then speak to the club yourself? The idea that Miller personally should have told anyone at the club, whoever thinks that needs to go and check out Grimm's fairy tales because it's a fairy tale. As far as I'm concerned, the manager's role was to tell the club, if anyone, and the club needs to protect its asset if the asset's worth protecting, and we just didn't. Was, was that whole thing of Jets offering five players for us to take, for them to have Miller now? Do you reckon that was... Is that all, one was that all five BS? players or f- actually five, five players? No, it's, it was one of... One of five. Well, just, just, to, just to pierce everyone off, just get as a, O'Donovan just back. As a stri- just as a straight swap. I asked Sean yeah. whether O'Donovan was, was one, one of them. <laughs> okay, we're not going to... We'll list one of the players because he's one of our previous. Adelson. They offered Adelson. Was one. Was one of them. We heard. And we're not going to name We're not gonna name how many numbers they were because it's not exactly five, but that's all we're going to say. But we asked Sean whether or not it was uh, one was Roy and it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No. Imagine that. <laughs> Roy and Simon up front. They'd be fighting each other. Yeah, they probably would, would be start a blue. just between themselves. <laughs> the Irishman and the Aussie. Simon would cop the musket treatment with the headbutt, right? Like the first <laughs> game they played together, O'Donovan would probably headbutt Simon in the head. I reckon Simon could start a fight with himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. He probably does in his head every day. <laughs> um, Barry Morning training with Newcastle. Are we, if we've moved on from Miller. Barry. I didn't see that news. Oh, I just saw a rumour that Came he was out today. in Newcastle somewhere. And, uh, the um, NBN journal that covers the Jets tweeted out that yeah. he was training with them, but no intention to sign him. He's just keeping his fitness up, apparently. So I'm glad that he'll he's probably some- go to an NPL club somewhere. I'm glad he's somewhere because he turned into the invisible man here. I ran into him doing um, S&C work just before one of our youth, the last youth game, I think it was, and had a chat to him then, and he was pretty chipper about it all, but um, he hadn't been seen near the squad for that long that, you know, it was easy to forget he was even in the squad. Mm. So good on him to move on anyway. He's only a young kid trying to make his way. So he was given a three-year deal, wasn't he? Did we talk about it? I don't think so. No. I'll just point it at the screen. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> Go um, on. Cissé, after the Sydney game, didn't play again. He, As uh, requested by most of the fans. Yeah. <laughs> I, Possibly yeah. Monty. There were some fans that would... Yeah. Look, he's a nice guy off the field, but there's no coming back from that. I think he's working at Anderson's boat shed at Yeah. Long, but judging by the clothes he was wearing in training... He looked like he was Thursday. a gardener at a resort or something. Yeah. It was really strange. Yeah, he's got the whole shoes, boat shoes, no socks, shorts... Okay, hypothetical. Shirt. Beautiful. If he wasn't Mulvey's signing... Could you see him staying at the club in any 
Well, if you tell the assistant coach to go F yourself, then no, probably not. I'm surprised he's still here. I thought for sure he'd be gone, but yeah. He's, oh, look, he's, got, it because he's, it's he's his obviously got some experience. You know, he's going to teach the kids how to football. Played many games in the EPL. You can't assistant manager. yell at the kids. Yeah. How to get sent off in games and lose their... <laughs> Hard enough lose children. Your yeah. But that was, the, you know, the end of his career. How During to abuse referees when you get sent off. <laughs> During the peak, though, you know, he was a quality English Premier League player, at least. Played many games there, so he's got something yeah, to Yeah, 10 offer. years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's a bit of a funny that he should come off the field, set the most incredibly poor example for young people that you could possibly imagine by abusing the coach and the assistant coach and then be appointed as a, a junior um, coach or similar. Strange. Okay, other Mariners news. Uh, we have signed... We, have, well, we haven't signed, I guess. We've no, selected wow. Jesse De Silva, a dog, <laughs> and uh, Kieran Gupta we've already had. And, oh, Matthew Camilleri. So Jesse, Jesse D, Straw Hat Camels, and Kieran. So Ray Gat is currently triggered. Oh yeah, Ray Gatty is. Ray Gat is very triggered. The draft for the E League was uh, when he uh, stops tweeting ago. about when he stops tweeting oh, about the Matildas, Morris he's going to get on this. Morris triggered. Morris triggered as well. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> triggered. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. Everybody above fifty is triggered. I'm a gamer. I enjoy watching people play games, but FIFA is not one of them. I yep, just can't agreed. watch a game of FIFA. My position's more philosophical. My problem with the E-League has nothing to do with the actual E-League itself. It's to do with the fact that clubs that cannot even budget for the proper running of their normal football activities are expected to fund and to um, maintain and to you know, communicate and paperwork and all of the stuff that goes with signing and um, advertising and, and uh, you know, communicating about these players. So I these kids get paid? Time, I presume so. Well, it's... it's them competing, they do get prize you know, money. There is prize money. There, there is points that they're allocated, which would go to global standings and stuff like that. So there is a lot that they get out of it. I don't know the club. What the club gets out of it is just name publicity. Rest, yeah. Really, one of the things that does my head in about it is that you see the Mariners playing, but it's full of players. Not uh, full. Cause every 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 kid's no, got so Messi every and Ronaldo. Team has to have at least two yeah, current A League. Squad members in it, so you've got Hall next to Ronaldo. Yeah, See, every, that, every that kid, my head in. every kid's got like Ronaldo and Messi up front. You're like, this is just boring. It's just the same players playing against the same players. That's well, FIFA. These I'd days, even be though. slightly more interested if they just equalised the stats of all the players and just had the names. Oh yeah, That'd same stats for every player. Yeah, know what I mean? Oh. Matt Simon at a 98. <laughs> <laughs> Just average it at, I don't know, 80 or whatever. But anyway. I'm, I'm 100, 100, 100 pace. I'm 100 pace it's not 100, Kennedy. it's 99. 99 pace. But I'm very happy with... 99 you know, heading. I'm happy with the stadium costs for the E-League and I'm happy with the uh, coverage costs and... Uh, they film I'm, it at Fox those kinds of Studios things. anyway, so yeah, it's all so in the house. That's all good, all of that stuff. Yeah. We don't have to, you know. Move on. The Mariners members' Facebook page is back. And um, there's a few... Do you think they're already regretting opening again? It is amazing. I've missed it so much, and I'm so glad it's back. I'm surprised how quick new jokes came in. absolutely glorious. There needs to be more bridges, because otherwise, where do the trolls hang? No, they're not under bridges. They're just out in the open. <laughs> they're not trolling. Oh, I want okay, it all then. to be streamed. Just commenting and... 
you know. Just I would de- say that some of that is, with each other, is saying hilarious. 100% correct. What about the guy that said, where's our signings? This is bullshit. And he said, can you, can you not swear on our members page, please? <laughs> we love you, Tyson. We apologise. <laughs> what does Tyson Scott think about this question, Mark? I'd have to ask him. Just stop stop tagging me, yeah. Gibbo. Stop tagging me he, in things. Yeah, I've been tagging Gibbo ever since. Yeah, everything. that's all I've seen. Yeah. So get in on that. If, if, you, if you're a listener and you're not in the Mariners members group, please do join and you say you'll know what we're talking about. You have to be a member of the Mariners, though, to get into the group. I'm disappointed that that post you mentioned got deleted because it had some good pictures of Pedge Bodgic. <laughs> yeah, Pedge is making a comeback, apparently. Hmm. To, um, he's making a rumour about it He's thinking about it. Anyway. about it. <laughs> do you reckon CCU might snap him up? State League? Someone I know asked him and he said, yeah, he's thinking about it. So yeah. Anyway. Right, upcoming matches for us. Uh, West Sydney on the 9th. Contact the club. There's a, the there's a club bus. The 20 bucks for transport, a ticket to the game and two drinks on board, which I think is a pretty solid deal. So if you're free and keen, You get go to for sit it. next to Josh. Spoon final. No, you Laura. don't. Amazing. Extra five bucks and uh. you can sit next to Josh. <laughs> Okay, Sydney CCM is another away game, so you can get a bus down there, contact the club. Hang on, I just wanted to say the one about the Wanderers game. Make sure you get down there. It is an amazing view of the game of, of the game it down is, there. It is. <laughs> <coughs> no, nah, it's not a very it's good amazing. view. The, the away bay is You're the, in the worst view ever. So but their new stadium. I'm keen for Paris Stadium. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost finished. It looks amazing. Almost finished. Um, CCM Raw, 22nd of Feb, is obviously at home, and so is the next game on the 9th of March. Those, what? the games against Wanderers and Raw are huge. If we if we lose both of them games, we are spooning. They're all nine-point games, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like that. The Sydney games, well, don't worry about that one. That's, we know what's going to happen there, but the Wanderers and Raw games... Uh, the Wanderers the big especially ones. Because the moment that the Jets scored the first time The Wanderers just shut up shop And just said, fine The go. funny thing about that was that Jets weren't even playing that well It was just easy Yeah, because they just put their head down and Gave up Pretty much And then every time Jets went forward The Wanderers defenders were nowhere to be seen And you're thinking, wow, this is a team with absolutely zero confidence and they something's keep going yelled on. at. Yeah, and Babel dresses like he's on going. He's on vacation. Babel is crazy. dresses like he's about to go on a boat cruise, which was weird. But with yeah. Sisse as a yeah. deckhand, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's can actually. I, can I just before we leave? It actually those. annoys me that we're below the Wanderers on the table. Mm. Actually, really does annoy me because they are dog crap. The yes. Sydney game. I'm not going down there. So I'd Shit be, fan. I'd be better off, you know, hiring a hotel in the city. I'd be able to see it just as well from there. But but I may go to the Sydney game because it was a really enjoyable night despite the um, outcome in Sydney at Jubilee because it was a cool It's at Leichhardt Oval this time. Yes, though. and Leichhardt will be, I think... A nice just, ground, yeah, apparently. I've never been to Leichhardt, so I'm actually either, keen to go. But that, I'm thinking real hard well, about It wasn't worth it. I'm keen so. to go now because yes. I've been busy with other things. Yes, but Leichhardt, mm, I like the sound of that. Nice and small yeah. and cosy. Yeah. Oh, the, and and that, Jubilee was like that too. That good. Jubilee game was, was you great fun. You can whistle in my ear and give me tinnitus again. We, can, we can yell at the Sydney fans leaving when they're 5-2 up again. How funny. 
At least we know where we fit, you know. Is I mean, there, well, was there a fire drill? Did we ever know? sit next to you. <laughs> 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 I moved on to the Sydney fans so that you wouldn't continue with that. No, well, what about so a- apparently Aaron on the bus was um, chewing Sean's ear off the whole time? <laughs> he sat next to me. It may have. It was his own fault? It may have not been his best idea. <laughs> Do you yeah, boo the like bus a, driver as well? The bus driver? <laughs> if he Shit t- decision! Yeah, if he takes the wrong turn, I'd $20 extra that, and mate. you get to sit next to Sean. Oh. Uh, I'll pay 20 bucks. I heard you whistling from the car park. Yeah. It was full time, mate. I was just making sure the ref knew Ridiculous. Come on. Question sitting next to you again. Right. um, Now, let's go through the results. Hey, you up for that? Do we need to? You happy enough to go through this? Can we just talk about the win? No. And then just... No, we can't. I don't want to talk about the others. So you only want to talk about one game in the past 30. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Knicks 3, CCM 2. Yep. Nice, thank you. Mm. This was the one where Rolls were sent off. The one red and the two pens. We looked good, but mm. at times they looked bad. They yeah, yeah. They came to got us, get us, and they got us. We they looked acceptable. We weren't good. What's that stat? We've been in front at half time seven times and um, we haven't won any of them. Nine or only one. Nine. Nine. And nine games in front at half time, and we've only won I think one. We've won one and. Drawn one, I think. Lost seven. And lost seven. Ah, what a record. What it's going to be once we get to 40-minute halves. We're going to win the league. Nah, we need we need 45-minute games, Aaron. <laughs> Debo put that up somewhere the other day. I think that's what yes. he wrote. Does anyone have the time to put up a table of <sighs> half-time Yeah, someone results? did that recently. Yeah, well, it was seventh. So we weren't even we in the top six. Anyway, um, the win. We won one. Yeah, it was What happened to the lost tapes of us talking edgy. commentary about the game? Yeah, okay. I'm going to... I'll do that. Uh, we recorded... Uh, I'm not even going to call it commentary. I'm going to call it um, complimentary audio. Um, it's a fair bit more work. I, I'll be honest, I'm not entirely happy with what we recorded. It's so a work in progress. one reason I've not put it up. It was, it was a practice for possible complimentary audio of games. Now, we'd have to sort of... I'm a fan of getting it up, so put it up, Jimmy. You'd have to <laughs> pause your Fox for like five, ten seconds and then play it again just to get us in line audio-wise. Mm. Yeah. And you have to have now, the original live recording. You, have to you have, can't record you the sa- shortened yes. later version. Surely every, every Mariners fan that has Foxtel recorded the game that's, and still has it on their iQ. That's if we do it live. So, no, well, see, the problem is... Because we're five seconds ahead. The yeah. recording is shorter than the actual game. Yeah. Which is another problem. Mm. So if you're going to listen back to it, it's everything's going to be taken out of context. It's just weird. But it was fun. There, were, there was parts was where fun. I was actually trying to commentate the game, though, so it's all good. But I don't know about complimentary, because when I was talking about Schenkenveld shorts and also Bratton's hair, it was not complimentary. There's a, dis- there's a five-minute discussion <laughs> on lanyards. Uncomplimentary un- yeah, un- yeah, yeah, yeah. un- commentary. Uh, we I, I will eventually get it up, but it's a hard listen to. It'll be the off-season the loss tapes. Yeah, I suppose. Put it up at the end of the season when it's our only win of the season. Oh, what? don't say that. <laughs> What's good about it is my levels are real low, so you don't. Yeah, to that's listen. the you only problem I have with it. This is, is you can hardly be heard. Well, which but then it turns, it turns around in the second half though, because yeah. then I'm the one that's low, and then Aaron is the one that's high. So <laughs> yeah, I think we must have picked up. We must have picked up different microphones. No, this is what that's happens what. when Jimmy goes to the bathroom, leaves you guys around <laughs> technology. We touch everything. That could be true. So thank you to Les for lending us that machine. I think we should do we'll a do little again. bit more of it. But see, no, one of the biggest problems is is that Fox has all the rights, digital mm. rights, yeah. 
for broadcasting any part of the match. So we can't legally commentate on the game. No. We can just talk around it, I guess. <laughs> Which is sort of what we did. Josh did do a little well, bit. Surely they won't care about little old us just yeah, doing yeah. random they crap. Yeah. Get a life. There's other things that should be so focused that's on. That's one of the major issues. And radio-wise, we can't broadcast uh, on AM or FM because those rights went to someone else. I can't remember. ABC, and ABC and Coast, FM. Coast FM. Got it. Yes. So they, they get the rights from someone else. but Be from the FFA, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. So... It was good fun. It was fun, but it's limited future. what we can do. Hmm. We could do it live one day, away game, so that, we don't have I think to listen to the Knicks cool. commentary. Yeah, I think it'd be anyway, back on the game. We won it. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, well, the somehow was kind of pain. And the whole reaction from us was like, oh my God, did we just win? Did we just do the, do the soccer? Did we just do the football? We did the winning we did football the, we thing. We did the W, we did the three points. We did the W thing. We're like, I don't, I don't know how to feel. Luck. It was, it was like, I don't know how to feel. I yeah, literally don't know how to feel. That last one was, we were aiming for a draw. It oh, was, yeah. It yeah. was lucky that we got that call. I don't think we were lucky. It was a pen. It was a dead set pen. Lucky to put the pen away, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the state of refereeing this year, then the VAR, they could have easily overturned it. But they You didn't. saw blatant handballs in, in, so in mixed right. games, you know? And no, so it was. There's a little luck. Can I compliment Lockie Wales for um, scoring in the 77th minute against us? And doing the shush celebration? Yeah, not totally. Yeah, not yes totally and no, on because that, there was I, no one marking him, so it was more of a training practice heading it in yeah, than scoring. It's been normal, really. But <laughs> and who was he shushing? There was hardly anyone at the game. Yeah, he was shushing the palm trees. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not my favourite thing. The that sauce he did, bottles were. Screw you. The sauce, sauce bottles <laughs> kept talking shit about him. Fuck you, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Must, mustard or nothing. I can't knock the kid for, you know, wanting to have been at home. Oh, he got booed too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. When he came on. disgusting. When yeah, he came on, he got booed. Behaviour of some fans. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> you booed him, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't boo, dude. No. I'm too old for booing. I boo some people. You mean you're too old for booing. That's all I do. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, Trust me, it's way all it older does. than <laughs> you're a senile. It's actually the the current state of our team requires booing most often. Mm. Had enough of that discussion? Happy discussion? What we can move <laughs> it on. Was to awesome. We can move on to a series of losses now. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this one's a draw, so it's not as bad. Um, felt Mariners, like a loss. It did feel like a loss. Uh, Brisbane equalised just before half time. I swear they did, but it's put down as a forty six, which is the second half. On the A-League side, it says 45 plus, plus one. Oh, does it? So, I'm right. Okay. Um, I thought we were lucky to get a point in that one. Um, so did I. We were lucky that... Can someone? Can we put someone on the back post at corners, Taggett. please? We were lucky that Taggart couldn't shoot. He, yes. He's been bad, hey? Have you seen his conversion rate? His conversion rate is, like, the worst in the league for all the, like, the starting strikers. I think it's, like, a 21% conversion rate or something. Yeah, but then you see bad. his goal against the Adelaide on the weekend. It was a proper cracker. Hmm. He missed in, from the six-yard box against us. He's he's a typical A-League striker. He'll probably score one in five when he probably should be scoring all those five. It's oh, the, when it's do we the talk inconsistency. About the miss in the Sydney game. Hmm. Can we talk about that one? 
Go for it. I'm trying to Austin. think of what you're talking about. Oh, it's amazing. I thought you were talking about Taggart. I th- no, I'm thinking I've what? Moved on. Yeah, Austin. Sort of the Austin. Miss. Yeah. Jets one, CCM nil. Ugh. Boom. Why was the VAR turned off with four minutes to go? How did we not score in that because second half? Fox are idiots. So this makes me this game here. Well, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I was busy that night, unfortunately. Um, Shit fan. Murray <laughs> kind of proved to me that you know it's. He's got a lot of work to do to get up to A-League standard. Mm. Yeah, he, he, yeah, it's a big step. Payne missed a sitter as well from a corner, just fell straight to him and took too long to sort his feet out and easy to clear. I don't know, I was working. So. The revelation there was Nizzy, really. <laughs> Pete Kekaris got a few minutes in that and, and probably wasn't his best minutes either, but, um, but he got some minutes, which is always good with the young players, and Josh Nisbet was a bit of a revelation in that game. At least it softened the blow a bit. Fans enjoyed seeing a young kid come on and do some you know, good work like that. And then you've got to say that the Scum's goal was offside. Roy was offside in the lead up, so it shouldn't have stood. So, well, but it didn't change the result. Obviously, doesn't change the result, and we we should have scored. We we should have scored at least one in the second half because we had enough chances to score. Lots of them and sitters as well at times. What's hardest to see about that offside call though, and it wasn't the only one. There's another one since then. I think that is um, was not turned over either, even though it was obviously offside. um, Is that earlier in the season? Those close call ones, if he had a toe offside, that was called offside. Now, late in the season, all of a sudden, none of them get turned over anymore. And that's that's a statement about the A-League refereeing. It's debacleless. It's about as good as the FFA runs, actually. Debacleless, isn't that a yeah. word? Oh, I just, oh, made, you just it made it up. If it's not, I'm happy with it. It's a good word. I like it. It's similar to, you know, how we treat our Matildas coaches and various other things. You know, we like. We don't have a Matildas coach. What about FFA Congress? <laughs> <laughs> When are we going to get to the Matildas? We need a... Alan did oh, something. We've got that coming up. Yeah, it's coming up, mate. Sorry. You done? Yeah, I'll do. Adelaide 2, <laughs> CCM 1. Another halftime lead squandered. Shit. Same old story. I, for some reason, had hoped that we were going to scrape that draw and then it happened and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. You get Same used story. to it, don't you? It kinda, it it's not even a surprising anymore. It's just, oh, that happened. That's not surprising. Mm. Sadly, you do start <laughs> and expecting then it. And the then last, the last game, it happened again. It happened again. It happened again. We've squandered a half-time lead. It, it happened, happened again. We lose all the time. Right. We lose all the time. Every week. CCM 2, victory 3. This was upsetting. We lose all the time. Oh. This was upsetting. I Are you happy coming. with scoring this? Uh, finishing this? We're done? I enjoyed it at half time, but um, after that, it was not so much fun. Okay. Socceroos and Matildas. Socceroos went out in the quarters of the Asian Cup. Arnie, fail or pass? One million percent fail. Yeah, I didn't like it. Fail. We trash. didn't score in what was it? We didn't score in four of six games. We only scored in two of six games. Not good enough as the defending champions. Um, I guess one thing you could say for Arnie is that when we won it, we we're at home. He's over there in the UAE, but we didn't play well at all. I don't think. What and were some of his excuses? He didn't have enough time. Or no, this, new this squad. Is the, this is our new squad. This is my squad. Some injuries. Yeah. We had no Moy. But we weren't the only team there with injuries and 
Um, yeah. Didn't go very well. No. No. I, I mean, I'm not... We, it's I'm the not same old story. Sack, Arnie, but, um, it's the same old story with the Socceroos, isn't it? Where we, we just can't score goals. Mm. Yeah. And and uh, we were unlucky to miss out. I thought Martin Boyle might be a help with that, but um, he was injured and uh, yeah. it seemed that all of those um, key options um, uh, got injured early. But, you know... But you you can't make those excuses. You expect your team who's fit, who's ready to go, every to other be team good enough, don't they? Except I thought, maybe Qatar, who were naturalising anyone that could play football. I thought Gionu was okay when G- he played. Economides was good. Economides was good. McLaren was a bit of a letdown. He didn't really do a lot. Speaking of McLaren, signing with Melbourne City. Oh, spoilers. We'll get to that. <laughs> right. Um, FFA fire Alan Stajic as Matilda's head coach. Very sus situation you go, happening there. Bad. That's this is not going to go away until they come clean and they be won't. transparent. They won't. But they I won't. Today yeah. they are just not going to say anything. And They're just, just going to let it blow over. And hopefully it'll go away. But it won't until after the World Cup. But fancy going on like they can't say anything, but destroying the reputation of the person at the centre of this. Hello. Yeah. Like they've destroyed the coach. They've destroyed his reputation. Yeah, destroy which, his reputation, mm, then then not good at basically all. tread all over it by saying we're not going to tell anyone why that was. Mm. Nice work, peeps. Oh, well, typical mm. FFA, same as all their other th- stuff they do. I thought with the appointment of the new board, they were going to be more transparent. Didn't they say the new board were going to be more transparent and then they yeah, but do this? Still, Gallup is still... On it, so it's still a lo- it's still, still Lowy controlled. Roost. Even Lowy's gone, but it's still st- there's still Lowy people there. So if the lo- it's until the Lowy people are gone, that's when. Did I say we don't FFA even have a director of football? Is that what Craig Moore was going about the other day? Us. Oh, you talking about the FFA? Or yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I missed it. Right, Hacho signs as assistant coach for Western Melbourne Group, and rumored that uh, Mark Rudin will be head coach there. Good to see him back. Uh, so it was Anastasiadis and Hutch as the assistants and then Rudan as head coach, which will be interesting. Although that sort of leaves Wellington a bit in the loop because he's got Wellington playing pretty decent football and well, it depends he's if just going to leave. Around. Yeah, exactly. Is this Wellington's last season in the league, do you think? It's possible. It's a bit short notice. Yeah. If they do really well. Imagine, that they win. I still Imagine think if they won the league and that was their last I still think they've got another couple of years to go. Congratulations, here's your toilet seat. Can we have your licence yeah. back? <laughs> <laughs> Usain Bolt has given up on his dream of becoming a f- professional footballer player. Adding it was fun while it lasted. And here comes Morrow for it was the punchline. Um, it was at the Super Bowl here we go. yesterday. We'll wait for Morrow to deliver the punchline. He's bolted. Turn his mic, turn his mic off, and kick him out of his own house, please. He, let me let me try and set you up again. It was fun while it lasted. That's what she said. Who? He forgot the punchline. He said like an hour ago. I'm really sorry, everyone. What was good about my punchline? <sighs> All right. This, well, is, what ha- this is what happens when you get old. You just forget everything. You forget stuff that happened an hour, hour <laughs> yes. ago. And Josh has forgotten that I just went to the bedroom to get my fives gear on because I play fives in an hour from now. And I so did I hear that conversation? He had to set an alarm no. to remind himself. Yes, I did too. <laughs> All 
Now I'm going back for a moment. Shut up. Raw and West Sydney are rubbish. Race for the Spoon is alive and well. This is true. Now, as bad as we capitulated against um, victory the other night, Raw were much worse afterwards. Oh and my God. so were the Wanderers. Did you see the, the Raw Adelaide game? It was amazing. It was the first time in the history of the NSL slash A-League that a team had come back from 3-0 down at halftime yeah. to win a game. And ever, the player down, In like 7,500 no, games. Second team to do it from 3-0 down. I thought, it was, I thought um, Andrew Howe said it was the first time ever. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. I thought I saw something else. But yeah, okay. I think. It's insane. And a red card too. Yeah. Pretty crazy game. We are watching at the club after our game and... We kept looking back at the screen and Adelaide scored again and they'd scored again. You're thinking, oh, God, Brisbane, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? And it happened. It was Some absolute bloody scenes in Adelaide, though, wasn't it? Complete scenes. I miss when we could go absolutely wild at a winner like that. Hopefully it doesn't take too long for that to come back, but... Oh, we, we're doing it. Every time I week. see teams like that win games like really late, I'm thinking, I wish our team could do that so I could celebrate like they are, but... I feel like we haven't scored a 90th minute winner in a long, long, long time, which I is annoying. I can't remember the last one. Honestly, can't. I remember the derby where Juki scored four years ago in the 90th minute to win it, but after that, I can't think of any. Hmm. Um, do you want to go through all the A-League signings? Just, no, there's a lot of names. Let's not do that. Okay, we're going to ask, try and get through some fans' questions here. I know it's been a while, so this pod's might go for a little bit, little bit longer. First question, how do you keep doing it? How do we keep doing this pod, guys? Um, well, I do still enjoy it, no matter how, you know, average and bad we are, but I think it's good to provide a service to Mariners fans, to, for, them, for people, Mariners fans to listen and say, oh, I agree with that. And then it's fine for them to say, oh, I disagree with that. This is my thoughts. It sort of gets a conversation going. And it's always good for people to, to hear of people that come up and say to you, oh, I listen to the pod and I enjoy it. And that's what it's there for, in my opinion. How about you guys? Oh, I just, I from from a fan perspective, I, it, it's, it's good to hear people's opinions, you know. It's, you, you read stuff on social media, but hearing non- journalist type of opinions you know honest opinions about the club and the a-league and stuff i think is is valid and it's because we're all just fans we're all just we're all just awesome. mariners fans so when we say something of fans maybe i don't know if it's for the most part or most of the time might say yeah i agree with that and then and other times i might disagree and most think of the something time else. you guys are saying exactly what all the members are saying and thinking, thinking as well. Sorry, we we don't want to be an echo chamber, though. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm saying. No, like you can disagree there, there with us. There are a lot of people out there that it. don't want to air their opinions. So mm. when there's a collective people, a group of people saying what they think, then it's like, yes, I agree with you guys. They might just at, give at it a like time, on Facebook, I, and that's it. It's it's good. <laughs> people have joked about this, but I think it's actually serious. Yeah, I think it's therapeutic for listeners to know that they're not suffering alone. Mm. That there are people out there thinking the same way, but yeah, as I said, I don't exactly want to be echo chamber. Uh, we do want to give you different ways of thinking about certain subjects or certain players. Or well, we did that with the Miller situation. Yeah, exactly. We had different opinions on that, so that's good. 
Right, is it okay to swear slash have a go at players during the game to express your concerns while other members just sit and watch like nothing happened? It depends on which bay you're sitting in. It doesn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> bay 16 is very different to bay 30. Bay 6. And bay 6. Mm. They're very, very different environments. I think it has its place, definitely. People need to. It's part of football. That's the you passion. Need, That's need, the passion exactly. of football. You have to have the passion. And there are more. There are people that go to these games that are more passionate, and it's good to see. It's it's valid. People need to be yelled at. It's sometimes it lights that fire that they need when they hear some someone well, our players, or a collective well, yeah, see, yelling at, thing, at we, them. Our players or their players. That's it doesn't matter. Both. Both. You want to. You want to tell. Yeah, I'm just, a, a, just opening the question. A bit. Know, you don't need to I have know. a go at me. I'm sorry, I'm just. <laughs> Fred's getting fired <laughs> up. You people. I'm passionate. Um, no, 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 it's 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 valid. I don't like. I, I look. I have a young kid. I don't like having my kid hear some of the language at the game. But am I going to get up and tell them to shut up? I think some of the swearing is a bit uncalled for. It, it depends on the swearing. It's how it's delivered, also. Yeah. You know, if it's delivered with malice, you know, which you can tell, there are some people that do. I deliver I, it I guess, quite aggressively. I guess swearing when it's used to emphasise something, but when it's just for the purpose, sake of like, it, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Right, but um, and other people just sitting there like nothing happened. Yeah, people just like to sit there and watch things happen. It's like we discussed before, um, when the hall scored, I just sat there and went, oh, okay. It's just different people do different things in different situations. I'm not I've, everyone's the same. Yeah, I've really numbed out ever since that final. We don't speak of. Um, I used to get really emotional and vocal, and but I'm just really chilled out. I just watch things unfold. It's it's uh, entertainment for me now, even if that entertainment is quite uh, a Greek tragedy. What can we do as fans to get things changed at the club? Protest, I guess. Well, you just air your opinion. Yeah. We have... Direct contact with the club via the manager, the members page. You can call Dan on a Monday morning if you really want to, um, like uh, some some fans do. You can email the club. You can. There's you can, plenty you can tag of ways. Tyson in Facebook posts. Yeah, there are. Where is it? So many mechanisms to contact the club, and it's 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 good to see that there are so many mechanisms to contact the club. Because a lot of clubs have just have a v- an email or, a, you know, one phone number or whatever. But because the club is so contact, uh, you know, within reach, then you just need to air your opinions. Yeah, it's... it's there's not much that you can do. Just, you could write a sternly worded letter. And then today... Morrow's going to get a fax line installed at I his house. You there's a fax. couple of people that matter that don't care. That's that's the biggest problem. And we've seen it in clubs in England and other places where the owner just doesn't give a shit what the fans think. Well, yeah. And they might not care about results. They might not care about how the team are doing. They, uh, they just want to make money off it. That's the biggest problem. When us as fans want something different as the owner and the owner doesn't care. I'd hate to recommend that people change their season ticket memberships to non-ticketed memberships. So I, I I lowered my membership this year from to last. 
from know, prawn to sausage. From, from, from gold to just navy, as that was my little protest. Hmm. And it'll go back up if the results change. Hmm. It's disappointing because uh, the one thing that really irks me about this whole thing is that, in my opinion, the club is ours. The club is not theirs. These people, if this club uh, can have a future, then these people won't be around and you boys still will be. In fact, you boys were probably around before just about it's all sort of, of these the people fans, were. The fans are there before and are going to be there after So the idea that Charlesworth or anyone else in the club hierarchy could take away from us what is ours, not theirs, I find incredibly offensive. So hard for me to say, you know, move on from it or um, protest or stop turning up or don't buy your tickets or whatever because why should we have the thing that we enjoy taken away from us by these people it's it's these people it's not us it's not our club it's our club it's not theirs if you know what i mean and yeah yeah enough of that (laughs) well you we we could go the barca route fan fan owned club well, well, that's what the OSC was created for. It's <laughs> gone a different direction. Well, and if I remember rightly, the night that we were at Edelong and uh, Peter Turnbull was telling us that uh, Mike Charlesworth was going to take over the place, then when I'm pretty sure a person in the audience, a well-known Mariners fan at the time, brought up the idea and uh, had some substance. That's some sort of water creature you're talking about? Yes, uh, had some substance to the idea of fan ownership and uh, we were promptly told by Peter that we didn't need to worry about that because we had Mike's money. Okay, next question. Well, not so much of a question apparently. Um, He couldn't believe how incredibly poor our transfer window was. Charlesworth already given up on the season. That's what he always does at this time. Well, when we don't spend the cap, even though, you know, we've been told we have, did we ever care? Yeah, can give, we? How do you how do you give up on something you don't care about? Yeah, well, it, you know, it's it's all you know, innuendo about whether we did or we didn't or whatever. But the we were able to say at the start of the season we did because we brought in players that looked like it we would have spent big money on them. But for those players to actually accumulate the amount of the cap, they have to actually be here for the season and actually be paid those amounts. So, given that some of the most expensive ones probably left, hmm, big question about whether we've spent more. Given you have not been in action for so long, do you think you can make it to the end of the pod without imploding? Yeah, we're pretty stable. I already imploded. I didn't know the punchline. Oh, you, no, it's just getting old. It's not imploding. <laughs> uh, Justin, I don't even know what you mean by hear that everyone. It's that time of the month again. Um, oh, about that. We have been busy. Uh, very busy. Sometimes life gets in the way. If you're talking about um, a female thing that happens once a month, I don't know. Not touching that. You don't usually. Are we going to wait until someone else wants him or extend Tommy H's contract? Wait till somebody else wants him. That's Um, that's a very um, thing that's going to break the camel's back. What's that saying? I had a mind blank. Here we go. Straw that that broke the camel's back. Yes. Implosion pending. (laughs) If that doesn't happen, if Tommy H is let go, I am going to be furious. More has to go. And he's been very vocal that he wants to stay. That's the thing. We've been a shambles for the thing is, I since the whole time he's been here, and he wants to, to be and loyal. Speed through this because Mara wants to stay out of his house. That's all right. You guys are all right. I got to play football. Um, Mulvey has sort of backpedaled and kind of realised that you know our results have gone have gotten better when. 
he RDA plays. What a coincidence. What a surprise that is. So... The question still remains, why has he been on the outer at all? If he has. Oh, he has. Thoughts on the using two visa spots for two teenagers from Sheffield? And we kind of covered that, didn't we? Yep. Um... <clears throat> Fitness supply, and I already discussed there's that. A, there's a thing on um, the forum that I think we should talk about, which is a good question from Scotty on the forum. He says, um, "How is the team shaping up long term? I have concerns that next season will be the same, if not worse, than this season. Give your thoughts on players contracted for next season." Yeah, I've got players contracts up. Uh, I was going to discuss that in a sec. Okay. Um, why import players without a working visa? Good question. Uh, another fitness question. Uh, where did the Yellow Army go? Then all of a sudden turn up on Saturday night. Right. So, kind of discussed this already. We've already talked about this so many freaking times. I know. Stop Hopefully asking people. To listen. Okay. So, um, I used to drum. Pete was on the Mega. Uh, we both retired at the end of last year. Morrow just put his hand up my crutch um, as he's walking under the table. Uh, we retired. Uh, the Bay was dwindling on numbers regardless. Um, purely because of results really like with good results you get good crowds with good crowds we get good bay uh, we've stepped down now Justin and uh, I think his name is Max and another kid are trying to give it a go um, but unfortunately the people to support them and sing with them aren't there and again it's because of results um, yeah basically that's it so they've always been there it's just a matter of everyone else turning up and um, it's easy to criticise from sitting on the sideline instead of going to actually sing your heart out yourself. Um, got people asking to ask us uh, talk to Sean. Um, he's not on this week. Why did we sign Solomon McGlinchey, Shabal, and Melling to two-year deals, and why Gamera at all? Very good question. Uh, cheap. <laughs> you tell me. The, McGl- um, the McGlinchey no, one. McGlinchey's not cheap. The McGlinchey one really gets oh, no, me. Signing back a player that suits us. And signing him back for a, a pretty decent chunk of money, so that's that was an interesting, um, interesting situation. He was brought in because he has the experience, Josh. You know that. Now the reason I think we signed Melling on two years is because Monty likes Melling because he's got a bit of quote mongrel. Um, I think it's a big mistake. I think a lot of the stadium think it's a big mistake, but we're in that situation. Super uh, nice guy though. Well, that's the thing. When we criticise players, yeah. it's not for them personally about whether they're a nice person or I not. It's just their playing the style. Training. Yeah, because... It's, it's how they play. It's nothing personal. It's, it's football. <laughs> he doesn't like your comments about him. Oh, well. Well... Why did we sign Matt Simon on twos? I don't know. Experience. Like McGlinchey, I don't know. It's a waste of money there. And Shabao, or Shadow, as people like to call him. Gamiro, yeah, Gamiro's yeah. pretty useless. Gamiro's he's, he's too busy with off-field things. insurance write-off. Um, right. What's more important to us, trying to avoid Wooden Spoon or Blood Talent and try to uh, try things for the start of next season? Well, a problem is, um, as you, if you look at all our contracted players, a lot of them are leaving at the end of the year or are only signed to the end of the year. So there's no point trying to blood something for next year if we haven't got them signed on. Um, if you look at Carry On or you look at the two Sheffield signings, only the end of the year. So... Let's try and avoid the wooden spoon. So we're still better than the Jets, hey? <laughs> Can you get refunds on memberships? I would suggest no. Just hang on to it. Support the team. 
when they're playing just well. Just go to the game. Yeah. All right. Just yes, enjoy it's it. awful. It says the, the guy's football. It's, it says the guy lives in Cairns, so I guess getting to home games will be a bit tough. Well, yeah. then watch it on TV. Hopefully Listen you're you're alright up there, mate, because you the know, floods have been pretty bad. Do everything except for being a knob and asking for a refund. Uh, given that we seem to be able to play decent football in patches, what are the chances? Six points in the next nine. Yeah, I think we can do it. We've got West Sydney and Brisbane, so... Those two are the big games. Yeah. Hey, we're winning the league. We can All do right. it. We're, we're and the then Lydia Lazar has written Miller, Miller, Miller. I agree. Um, well, we've talked about that already. He was our safe word last time, and this time it's a bit of a... Dirty word. Not a dirty word, just mm. a talking point, really. Okay, going back to contracted players ending this year, we've got Aidan O'Neill. No, there's actually more than this. This is just the ones with the information filled out on um, Transfer Market. Um, Aiden O'Neill, Tom Hiadier, Andrew Hull. Keep. Payne. Not, not so much. You'd keep Hull, wouldn't you? No, no, I said not so much. Okay, sorry. Uh, Payne. Yeah. He, I think he's been yeah. all right. My daughter likes him, so yeah. Okay. I think, is, is Payne going to want to stay here though? I think so. Where else is he going to go? Maybe go to Europe like Hull. McGing? Yeah. He's alright. Escorting? Yeah. Uh, Jack Clisby. Now, Morrow's got some thoughts on Clisby. Have I? I does it, he, he wants to. Does, isn't he going to like. Newcastle oh, you, you're talking about Kai Rolls, aren't you? He's forgotten. Yeah, I am. People. I was talking about Kai Rolls. Oh, sorry. So Jimmy's just getting a bit senile, I think, but that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably mentioning something else before. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you want my Rolls opinion? Yeah, give us your roles opinion. Give us your bread opinion. Well, my opinion is that usually when a player is signed with another club, unlike the Miller situation, we don't get to find out about it. It just goes quiet until the end of the year. About the right time for roles to sign somewhere else, like around Christmas or the New Year, then there was a rumour that had uh, maybe no substance, but maybe plenty of substance, that he was going to City. Mm. That went on for a short period of time and then everything went quiet and everyone stopped talking about it. That's the normal pattern for players who have signed elsewhere and are keeping it quiet till the end of the season and will just disappear um, without fanfare or abuse from the I fans. Think, I think that Rolls thing is possible. I yeah. think it's more than possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's another goes. example. If I'm right, he hasn't been contracted for next year and so if we don't have protection in his contract so that we have the first option to keep him, then I think it's likely he's going to City and most likely it's already happened and we'll find out about it after the season. Tommy H is a big one for me. That's that's a should be a guarantee. I know I bought um, a T-shirt so he has to stay. Hull, yeah, I'm not convinced. You can notice that it's a contract year because he's just scored three goals in two games. So, see what happens there. Aspro Potomatis. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him another... Apart I'll give from, him two years. Apart from O'Neill, I think he's the best reader of the ball in our squad. He's He's been solid in my books. I didn't rate him at Wanderers, but now that he's with us, I think he's gotten a bit better. He's stepping up. Yeah, 100%. Just goes about his business while he's there, then we seem tighter. Um, so. I agree with that. Right, now other players that don't have a contract listed until date. Uh, Kennedy? Do we even need to discuss that one? <laughs> Has he played 18 games? Surely that's not in his contract again. Well, he got, he <laughs> got he a two-year deal last year with the clause in it that if he played so-and-so, he got another year. So, Next. yeah, he's out, gone. Uh, carry on, we can't really discuss yet. We don't know. Don't know. He's on loan from Millwall anyway, so... Um, Gamero? No, see you later. Actually, we saw him training the other day, didn't we? He did train and even made a few crosses and things, so yeah. possibly after that. I think he put a goal in or two, too. Yeah, yeah. But it was only against Pierce. So. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't heard any news since though. He's probably got a calf injury. Um, Josh McDonald. Now we've heard a rumor that 
uh, rival A-League club is actually after him. And Jack Lisby, which is why I mentioned him before. Well, he was dropped, wasn't he? And he hasn't been really been seen in the side since he was dropped, so probably not good signs for him. The rumour came from a very um, visible fan in our fan base. And that's what we're going to say about that. So, so uh, another one, Stephen Mallon, which we'll discuss. Uh, Chabal. Yeah. We don't know when his contract's ending. It's not listed here, sorry. I think he's one year, though. Yeah. And there's mm. some youth, uh, Ryan Peterson, Kekaris. Yeah. Okay, do we build on we build with him next year? Well, on what basis can we either choose him or not choose him? He's played about 10 minutes, and that 10 minutes probably wasn't his best 10 minutes, but when it's your first 10 minutes, it's hard to make it your best 10 minutes, well, isn't it? Well, the question before whether he should start playing players for next year. He'd be one of those. Yeah. I'd say Glassig deserves a shot. Glassig deserves at least a guys. debut. And there's the William guy as well in the youth squad as well, that he should get some minutes as well. Uh, I haven't even seen him play. My my view of all of those is that there's a big step between the youth and the A League. I'll yeah. leave it at that. Well, so I heard. Too. Well, the team Gaussie came from got relegated in MPL, so I don't know okay. why so we signed, signed him. Hundred percent. I really don't know. We obviously think he's got a future, but hmm. it's away. Yeah. It's in the future. All right. Well, that'll probably do for this week. Um, thank you for listening. We'll be back sometime. Don't know when that'll be. After our next win, maybe. <laughs> so next week. Speak to you so next, next week. Next, next year. Oh. We'll see you in two years, gentlemen, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone that uh, listens. We really do appreciate it. Um, we have been busy, so we'll try and get one out. Next week, we can. when we win. I love the optimism, Fred. Love you too. Someone has to have it. Love yous. Bye. See you guys. See you, beautiful people. Uh,